Welcome to The Rob Burgess Show. I'm, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 189th episode, our guest is me. My first solo episode of this podcast was episode 41. The second was episode 62. The third was episode 84. The fourth was episode 117. The fifth was episode 131. The sixth was episode 182. And the seventh was episode 135. And on episode 100, I was joined by my wife and regular guest, Ash Burgess, who interviewed me. I am a 10-time award-winning journalist whose work has appeared in print, radio, online, and television. I am currently editor of the Wabash Plain Dealer. Most recently, I was news editor of Nouveau, managing editor of the Indiana Lawyer, and city editor, opinion page editor, and editorial board member of the Kokomo Tribune. I was also a reporter at WFHB, the Times-Mail, the Reporter-Times, Ukiah Daily Journal, and Ukiah Valley Television. Oh yeah, and I'm also the proprietor of the podcast, The Rob Burgess Show. A quick programming note. I recorded this episode at 4.45 p.m. Saturday, February 13th, 2021, immediately after the Senate acquitted Donald Trump after his second impeachment trial. And while it may sound like I'm recording this in a submarine, I was really in the middle of doing some last-minute Valentine's Day shopping. And now, on to the show. I thought the house managers did a good job, for the most part. I thought the defense was ridiculous. Uh, I thought the Democrats could have impeached alone on the Georgia call, and I'm, but I'm glad that they included it on this. All right, so that brings us to today. Today has been quite the roller coaster because, okay, first, it looked like that we were going to get witnesses because late last night... We had some reports of a call between Kevin McCarthy and Trump basically saying that he wasn't going to call the protesters off, or, well, protesters, <laughs> protesters is not the right word, the insurrectionists off. You know, that was pretty damning stuff. And then we had other people corroborating that. It looked like, at least for like an hour or so this morning, we were going to have witnesses because the Democrats, they, they, I just, I don't understand this timeline. Okay, so they, so they vote to have witnesses, and then they get to the finish line of calling witnesses, and then they don't have witnesses because the Republicans say that they're going to obstruct, like they wouldn't have done that anyway. And then, what, they're going on vacation this week? Where else did they have to be? They could have stayed and listened to some testimony. I mean, it's only the future of the country we're talking about here. Someone's going to have to explain the logic of this one to me. They want to have witnesses, and then they don't? Why go through all that process of getting everyone's hopes up? And why not call witnesses? I don't get it. I, I am so flummoxed by the Democrats. I am not a Democrat. I've never been a Democrat. I've never been a part of any party. I am an independent. I'm like Bernie, right? I am independent, but I caucus with the Democrats. You know, I pretty much agree with everything that they do. I am secondhand embarrassed for them about how they have handled this issue. And I don't, I don't understand it. Someone's going to have to explain the game theory of this one to me because I truly don't, don't understand it. Um, Democrats, you are, I believe, in the majority. I know it's a 50-50 Senate, and Kamala gets to break any ties here, uh, but 
come on. What are people working so hard to put you in power for if you're not going to act like you have any when you do? This is not a great sign, not a great start to your new uh, majority in the Senate there. I don't know what you're running on. Uh, I don't know what you're going to tell people that they voted for. And let's think about what Republicans would do in a case like this, where it was 50-50 and they had a one-vote lead because of the vice president breaking any ties. Uh, I don't think they would be acting like this. I, I don't know what they're scared of. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't get it. So maybe somebody can explain it to me. I don't, I don't understand it. I just, I feel like this is a very, very disappointing day, obviously, because Trump was acquitted. But you know what? Even if they had gone through, you know, even if they had acquitted after they had witnesses, I would have felt a little bit better about it because the point really was never to, I don't think it was ever to get a guilty verdict just because I think that was actually out of reach. You know, it would have, I think witnesses, maybe, you know, who knows what the witnesses would have said. Maybe it would have been enough. I just don't feel like getting to that number was the point. I think it's like you show people this is for the American people. This is for the future. This is for history. You know, and if you're not going to do it now, when? And if history is going to judge it, you know, history's being written right now. You know, we're at a trial. Trials have witnesses. We're all watching. You know, we don't get to vote here at home. But, you know, this is an educational thing. This is, you know, what did the, you know, what did the Republicans do with Benghazi? You know? That was just about shaming people and, you know, getting in the people in controlling the news cycle and the headlines and on all the rest. They know how to play the game. Why don't you know how to play the game, Democrats? What's the deal? You've seen how they operate. And it's not because, listen, I'm only saying this because the majority of people are with the Democrats on issues. Okay, you go down every issue... The Democrats have it, but they don't act like it. I, I feel like they're used to being out of power. They, they, it's a reflex almost. Like they don't know what to do when they don't have someone else to blame for obstructing what they want to do. And once there's no more obstruction, it's like, it's like they go into this defensive crouch when there's nothing. What are you afraid of? I, I don't understand it. It, it's it's frustrating. It's mind-boggling. I don't get it. And let's go back to another point. Uh, I saw that 15 Republican senators, 15 out of 100, were not present for the entire trial. I mean, I don't know if they were there for part of it or the whole thing. I, I just saw that they were, at least for one day, I saw that they were just kind of stepped out. Uh, how did they get to vote? You know, I'm a private citizen. I was paying attention as much as I possibly could. I sat through an entire hour of that defense presentation. So uh, what's the deal? You know, why why do they get to vote? I don't understand. that that, that should, They should have been stricken from voting on that. They didn't sit there and listen to it. They didn't watch that, you know. And you've got Rand Paul and Ted Cruz meeting with the defense team? 
are you kidding me? You know, I know that Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, you know, they are co-conspirators, if anything. Uh, but now that the trial's happening, they're they're giving advice to the defense team openly. You know, come on. Make an issue out of it. Democrats, make an issue out of it. I'm just, I'm flummoxed. I, I don't know where the leadership is taking the party. Chuck Schumer, where are you? What are you doing? I don't think you're you're built for this moment. I don't. Like, show me, prove me wrong. I would love to be proven wrong. But this is uh, dire. I, I don't feel good about this. And unless something changes, unless Trump is indicted, which I don't know why he hasn't been, by somebody. You know, I know that they're investigating in Georgia or the state courts, so on and so forth, and I guess we'll see, but I'm tired of waiting for someone to step up and hold this guy accountable. How does he get away with it for so long? He's not in power anymore. And the Republicans, what are you doing? I know a lot of people voted for Trump, but he lost. Every time he's involved himself in a race lately, uh, you know, Georgia, look at what happened in Georgia. He lost both of those Senate seats when he got involved. You know, why are you still so supine in his presence? And Kevin McCarthy, whoa. You know, now we find out what was said on that call. But then, you know, you go back in the timeline, three weeks later after that call, he's down in Mar-a-Lago, you know, posing for pictures with Trump. Where is your spine? Where's your guts? Where's, what do you even believe in? Like, what do you, what's the platform? I mean, I don't even know why I'm talking to Republicans right now. They're a lost cause, but it, it just, I don't understand uh, I, I really, really don't. I don't know where the Democrats go from here. I don't know why they're going on vacation next week if they're so concerned about getting things done. I don't know what... <laughs> what do you, Where do you have to be? Where else do you have to do? You know, you could have spent next week calling witnesses, is what I'm saying. If you're not going to stay and work on the COVID bill or whatever else, call some witnesses. Get Pence to put his hand on that Bible he likes so much and swear to tell the truth. Get McCarthy. I can think of a dozen people I would love to get under oath. Just to get it on the record. Just to get them to answer some questions and have there be a penalty for lying. There's no penalty for lying in public as much as I might like there to be, uh, there's not. So you've got to put put it in writing and get consequences behind it. Or else, I don't know what you expect to happen. This is going to continue. Many people have pointed this out, but this was about... This wasn't about Trump, necessarily. This is just about what do we find acceptable? You know? Like, 
relying on norms, relying on good faith. I think that's a sucker's game at this point. It's there is no good, you know, that we're on the honor system, and the Republicans have no honor. They don't. It's what it's just, you know, real politics, baby. Whatever gets the job done. That's what you know. Fifty-one to forty-nine. What, what you get a you know a yard past the goal line, you score them points. You know, they're all about getting the W's. And I wish the Democrats would take a page from that. I'm not saying be craven and ruthless, but, you know, maybe a dash of that. You know, like, look at how they've won with zero mandates. You know, look at the populations of the states that make up their majority, you know, not majority, but their, you know, constituency in the Senate. How many people live in how many states that equal how many states of, you know, how many Democrats control? They don't have the people on their side. They act like they do, but they don't. It's because we have this skewed system. And I'm sorry, I just wish the Democrats would wake up. Like, I think that success is the worst teacher sometimes. And I just feel like they need to... Oh, I don't even know what they need to do, <laughs> honestly, at this point. <sighs> but look, Trump should have been impeached every single day of his presidency for a different crime. You know, and, and the defense lawyers showed that, you know, montage of, you know, we're, we're going to impeach him and blah, blah, blah is like, Oh, the Democrats are just out to get this poor... Can Donald Trump ever get a break around here, please? Well, maybe it's because he's a criminal and he should have never been allowed in the White House in the first place. And he should have been impeached for every single thing he did that was against his oath of office, which he gave countless examples of. And so when you hold him accountable for these, you know, this one issue or another, it, it weakens it because you let the other ones go. So don't let it go. Okay, well, I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's some good reason for why what just happened happened. Maybe I don't have all the facts yet. But it looks to me like the Democrats just dropped the ball in a big, big way. And I think they have a lot of people who worked very hard to get them their majority in the Senate wondering why they did, if this is how they're going to act. So, you know, I feel like Democrats need to learn from Republicans. And Republicans, you need to disassociate yourself from Trumpism. If there's People that in the Republican Party that care about policy, um, I I think you need to expel this uh, crazy, fascistic, conspiracy-minded wing. Let them form their Patriot Party. What are you so scared of? Let them form their little Patriot Party. See how many people follow them. It's going to be a worthless third party if they try to do that. You know, you're so tough on Democrats, and you're so weak when it comes to yourself, Republicans. I'm talking to you now. You just, you let this guy take over your party. 
he didn't even have to try that hard. He just made little nicknames up for people, and you went along with it. How weak is that? You know, uh, <laughs> he said Lindsey Graham's cell phone number on stage. He had to change his phone number, and you couldn't find a bigger sycophant than Lindsey Graham nowadays. So I don't understand either party. I'm not one of these both sides people, but I I don't know. So, so they both need to return to Earth. It would be nice to have a Democratic Party with a spine, and it would be nice to have a Republican Party with a brain or a heart or something. I don't know. I feel like y'all need to go see the wizard and ask for various organs and parts because you're, you're you're missing some, and, and you're, you need to trade off or something. <laughs> it's just so disheartening what's what's going on. And I I want to see some, some big things from the Democrats to prove why people will give them power ever in the first place. And so far between this and this whole thing about how it was $2,000 for the stimulus, oh, no, but wait, it's 1400 plus the 600 you already got, I these little things are going to add up, and people are really going to start to take notice, and I think they are, and... Speaking for myself, I don't. I just don't understand it. So maybe somebody smarter than me can tell me what's going on, but uh, I'm flummoxed. So anyway, that's all I have for now. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Happy Valentine.
Join the Rob Burgess Show mailing list. Go to tinyletter.com forward slash the Rob Burgess Show and type in your email address. Then respond to the automatic message. Also, please make sure to comment, follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review everywhere the podcast is available, including iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Twitter, Internet Archive, TuneIn, RSS, and now Spotify. The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. If you have something to say, record a voice memo on your smartphone and send it to therobburgessshow at gmail.com. Include voice memo in the subject line of the email. Also, if you want to call or text the show for any reason, the number is 317-674-3547. Until next time.